Hello, it's Quirky Black MB. So I'm having a crisis. <sighs> and I decided to record it. Because why not? Uh, that's what this podca- podcast is all about, right? So. <laughs> so, um. I'm pretty sure. I'm Arrow Ace. Aromantic and asexual. I've already known that I was asexual for like years. Literally since I was like 18 or 19. Um, that's like always been a thing. And it was really easy to accept because it was so obvious. It was just like, oh, yeah, that's that's why I, I don't have the feelings. Cool, cool, cool. It was honestly harder to um, learn that I have what I like to call trauma desires that almost seem to contradict uh, my actual sexuality. That was actually more difficult to deal with. Um, but I'm just now realizing I'm aromantic and I'm having a bad time. I'm freaking out over it. I don't know why. Like, I realized this... I, I, like, fully realized this, like, a couple of days ago. And I, like, wrote this down as a topic. And I actually recorded a whole video where I go through it and I talk about this. But, like, I don't know. I just started, like, looking into things. And I think it's because I'm actually realizing, oh, I'm actually a romantic. Like, this is actually a thing. I don't know why it's freaking me out. Because, like, it, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. It makes so much sense. It makes more sense than anything honestly than anything else i've tried i don't know like i've dated two people in the past i'm gonna be i'm gonna try to be vague with details about who they are just because i don't i don't want anyone who knows them to be like hey i think this person is talking about you um but i do want to be very open about like those relationships were not fun for me Um, and this is for multiple reasons, honestly. Um, some of them I would not be getting into. Because that's something I should be getting into in therapy, which I can't afford, but you know. But like, overall, I don't like, like my first uh, relationship was uh, long distance, which means I could, I'm really good at pretending and acting the way I'm supposed to and so I could pretend and act the way I was supposed to in regards to um romantic stuff like I I know the script um I'm also autistic so like follow follow your lead right like oh okay you you anyway I'm just really good at pretending honestly and so I would just pretend and not like consciously but just like Oh, okay. I I do it in social situations. Like, oh, you're doing this? I'm going to mimic you. I'm going to take what you said and kind of flip it and reverse it and put my own narrative in there and then say the thing. Like, I'm going to give you what you're giving me. I'm going to mimic you. I'm going to mirror you. It's actually one of the ways I make friends. You just, uh, the trick is just to mirror someone's personality. Everyone loves themselves, even people who think they hate themselves, actually. Smear their personality and then they want to be friends with you. Um, but I never 
really liked it. I'd say in my in my last relationship where it was in real life, it became very clear to me that I was not enjoying this. Um, I have issues with being touched. This is an autistic thing. This is, this is an autism thing. It's also definitely um, a trauma thing. I'm trying to breathe through it. Um, and I just didn't like it. I just don't like being touched. It's not fun to me. I don't... There's a lot of reasons. Like, I feel... My issue is, like, once you... In my experience, once you tell someone that they can touch you a certain way, one time, they don't know how to stop. That was my ex's problem. I consented to her touching me a certain way. Um, it was just like a public display of affection way. And she just would not stop. And it was overstimulating for me. And I didn't like it. I, I, I just don't like being touched honestly like a lot of people just go overboard with it that was that's my thing like sure if we touch sometimes if we hold hands sometimes i fucking hate kissing though like oh literally oh my god i wish i had never kissed my ex because honestly now when i watch things and they kiss i literally close my eyes because i can't watch it it makes me so uncomfortable because i know what it feels like and it feels gross i don't like it but yeah honestly um I just don't understand romantic relationships. I don't understand why I'm expected to plan my entire life with someone. Like, I don't know. Maybe this is why I like friendships and why I like the idea of, like, a queer platonic relationship. Because in the friendships I've been with, I've been in, it has always felt. Um, I don't think this is actually true. I think a lot of people like to just fucking lie to me but it's always felt as if you're planning your life together but like in ways that make sense like cool you we both want to move to new york city oh my god that's so fun we should move together or like oh my god we both want to travel oh my god we should travel together but it's not just like i want to travel and you want to stay at home well obviously we're enough to compromise i don't like compromise i just i'm a very independent person i'm a very free-spirited person and I'm also arrow ace. And the idea of like having to change my entire life for someone who usually you haven't even known that long is ridiculous. Like the idea of changing my whole life for someone I've known less than 10 years and someone that I did not give birth to is crazy. Like I changed my whole life for a child because I literally chose to have a child, right? Um, I don't have a child. Sorry, that made it seem like I have a kid. I'm just saying like in the future... I will have made that decision. It'll be a very clear-cut, concrete decision. I'm aware that people come into parenthood in all kinds of different ways, but as someone who, like, has a uterus and, like, um, uh, is pro-choice and is an essay survivor, like, if I'm gonna have a kid, it's gonna be with intention, basically. Uh, I said all those things because, like, a lot of people will be like, oh, well, what if you, you know, get pregnant on accident? Like, okay, then I'm going to have an abortion. Like, I just, without question, it's something I've thought about. Like, if I do not feel that I can financially care for a child or I feel that it's going to be the idea of, like, having a kid with someone and being trapped with someone and having to co-parent with them for the rest of my life, 
um, for the rest of my kid's life literally sounds like hell, and I'd rather just not have that kid. This is why I really want to have kids by myself. Um, uh, and when it comes to essay, I understand that people are essayed and become pregnant. Uh, if that ever happened to me, I, it's not happening. I'm not having that kid. That's just not happening. Um, it's funny. I say all this currently living in Texas. Um, I, it's fine. I would just travel outside the state. Like, I don't care. I do whatever necessary because I know what I want in life. Um, and I'm working on getting it. But that's why I never understood romantic relationships. The idea, like, of, like, yeah, you've known this person for a year. A whole year in your, like, over 20-something years of life. Yeah, just, like, change everything for them. But, like, you're compromising. Yeah, like, you know, they want five kids. You want one. Just have three. Like, huh? That's the thing. As someone who wants, like, eight kids, like, genuinely... Um, a lot of people are always like, what? They think I'm joking, and I'm, like, so serious. It also confuses them, um, because, like, they're like, oh, are you, like, dating someone? And I'm like, nah. And they're like, oh. <laughs> like, they don't understand. And, like, I know my little plan. I know. I'm just like, oh, I'm just gonna become a single mom by choice. Like, it's fine. I'm just gonna make it happen. But for a lot of people, it's, like, really confusing. They're like, I don't understand. What do you what do you mean you're gonna have eight kids and also like i'm 24 right so it's like what do you mean you're gonna have eight kids and you're 24 and you haven't started and you don't have a partner where are these eight kids coming from and i'm just like don't worry we are in modern times i can do it but yeah i don't know why um actually acknowledging and like accepting that i'm aromantic is stressing me out so much um, maybe just cause like it reframes what I thought were romantic feelings. Like when it came to both of my ex-girlfriends, I, if you had asked me at the time, I would have said I was in love with them. Now you would have had to ask me at the beginning of the relationship. Once there was no more novelty, <laughs> having ADHD is very fun. Um, once there was no more novelty, I swear to God, there was no feeling like and like not oh my god this is another thing i've just been like lately been like when I, learning about love and learning that like love is an action and just like reframing how i think about love has like changed me like it's so interesting so like uh i'm not gonna get too into it but like part of the saga of my life since tw- like 2022 to now has been caring for my father um who's like became disabled yada yada whatever um and a lot of people are like wow you're so brave for doing it you're so noble but the thing is like i was trapped um i could i did not have a job i literally cared for him i didn't have a cho- like there, what was i supposed to do like i literally had to quit my job to care for him like i didn't want to do this and like the more i cared for him and he treated me badly and he was mean and rude and disrespectful um i just like realized a lot of things and i was like thinking about love and i was like i don't love this man i don't love my father i don't even really care about him that much and like i feel like that sounds really heartless but like once i don't know what it is but like once i thought about love as an action and i thought about the idea of like 
just because someone says they love you loves you doesn't mean you have to love them back my whole world has changed like it's made me look at my family so much differently because like when i um y'all have already i hope you have heard the um running away as a coping mechanism episode which should be a previous episode uh, it should be the third episode of a podcast anyway once i like i like cut everyone off and like people were like well why did you cut off this specific family member and i was like we weren't close why would i keep in contact with them like they weren't understanding well like what they love you and it's like yeah but we weren't close like they don't under like people don't understand that like just because like they love me that doesn't reflect on like how i feel about them and like that sounds so cruel oh my god i feel like i sound like a monster but just like so basically i heard about this concept of like can love without respect exist um and i immediately like i thought about it a lot and i was like no i realized that a lot of people in my life quote unquote loved me but they didn't respect me they didn't respect me as a person as an individual they did not look at me as a separate person from them they did not look at me as a person who makes my own decisions they did not etc etc right and like something just like hit me i was like that's not love I was like, maybe it is to them, but it's not to me. Like, I literally was thinking, if it doesn't feel like love to the other person, who's to say it's love? Basically, I was like, I'm allowed to say it's not. And, like, ever since I had that realization, and I've started, like, looking at my family and being like, I don't love them, it's, like, changed my world. And, like, I even started doing it with some of my friends. I was just like, you clearly don't care about me. Or, like, you don't care about me to the level that I care about you. And, like, that's not fun for me. It's not fun to be in a relationship with someone who cares so little about me. And so I will not. Um, That's not what I said. That's, like, my mental thought of, like, ending friendships. Just being like, hmm, this is not a fun dynamic to me. Um, I don't know. And that's how I felt about, like, romantic relationships. I was just like this isn't fun this is not enjoyable this is not fulfilling i don't like this and before i'd I'd like thought about love as an action and like if you know it's about a relationship right it's about two people and so if one person doesn't feel loved then it's not love and just like no you can't um love someone without respecting them and all that before i had even thought of all that i'd already kind of gotten to the idea of like yeah i don't care anymore like this little feeling that i'm supposed to feel i don't feel it and it just got to the point where i was like yeah and you don't feel it either um (laughs) it became clear to me that like my exes i don't know what my first girlfriend was doing she was kind of oh we're not gonna get into that but she was genuinely a low-key evil person but anyway we're not (laughs) we're not gonna talk about that so yeah before i thought about that i had just been like I don't feel this anymore like it was just it was quite simple because I think I have felt romantic love but like briefly and so I was like "Mm, I don't feel it anymore but the other thing is I have like these really big dramatic how do I say this the quickest way to summarize it is I've done the uh uh-oh I fell in love with my best friend thing twice yeah i did it twice the first time 
it was my straight best friend and like I mean I don't thinking back we were not best friends I was her best friend well she was my best friend but I was not her best friend if that makes sense and just like that relationship is actually terrible and toxic and like god I have issues and I should have just not been involved in that but she was straight and oh my god like looking back it was not love (laughs) I was not in love with her but like oh my god I thought I was I had such a huge crush on her um but one thing I realized recently is apparently when you have a crush on someone you're supposed to want to date them I did not want to date her I have never wanted to date anyone really even when I got into a relationship with my um most recent ex-girlfriend I didn't really want to get in a relationship with her like I I just didn't I don't think I I didn't know I was aromantic I just wasn't really like we barely knew each other and like I even tried to kind of be like oh we should just like be casual and then like later she like asked me to be her girlfriend and I like was like oh yeah sure but like I was so uncertain like I liked her but like I don't know if I liked her that much um but yeah I just god I was had such a massive crush on this girl and it was like kind of ruining my life because we hung out all the time and we were quite close um maybe at one point she saw me as her best friend I don't know but like oh my god I would like stay at her house and like her apartment when she was we you know we were in college well she was in college I was on my taking my gap year after I (laughs) dropped out um it was oh my god it was so much thinking back I was like oh my god I would like hang out with her family all the time like there were so many stories she'd be telling where I'd be like oh yeah I was there and she'd be like you were why why were you there and I was like I don't know I don't like being with my family because my family is terrible um and like truly like oh my god I loved her mom so much one of the saddest things about us not being friends anymore is that I don't get to talk to her mom anymore so I don't got any I don't got a mom I don't got any moms like dang can't even have my my best friend's mom as my backup mom like damn those are daughters fucking annoying but anyway <laughs> uh, I never really liked her dad I never really connected with her dad I don't care about dads I don't care about men truly um I sorry that sounds really bad but just like I just don't I just don't connect with men um but yeah like I just oh my god I just I loved being around her and it's funny um when I first came out um as bi I like god oh my god this is like so kind of embarrassing but I like came out to her and like she hadn't I didn't just come out to her but whatever I came out to my friends and like um and oh this was when like I come out to my friends and like I'd previously come out to my mom and I was telling her like yeah my mom had no idea and she was like yeah I had no idea and like she she was terminally straight um well (laughs) it's funny one of my friends suggested that she might be aromantic and like I think my friend was right actually I just, oh, I was, I remember being like, what? That's so weird. But like, no one ever explained aromanticism to me. No one ever explained it. And when they did, it didn't make any fucking sense. Whatever. Um, but anyway, she was terminally straight still, even if she was aromantic, like deeply straight. Oh my God. And 
And she, so, of course, she didn't fucking notice. And it's funny, apparently, she told her mom, like, oh, yeah, um, so-and-so. God, I almost just fucking doxed myself. Um, so-and-so is bi. Basically, so-and-so likes girls. It's really the most important information. That was, that was what the bi was telling you. Um, and her mom was like, oh, yeah, if that makes sense. Like, I know. Basically, like, yeah, kind of obvious, isn't it? Which, to me, makes it seem like she could tell I had a major fucking crush on her daughter. And again, looking back, I don't know what that was. I don't think it was romantic attraction because I would have never dated her. If, like, she had realized that she liked girls or whatever, or that she even liked me or whatever, and was like, oh my god, do you want to date? I'd been like, no. (laughs) And, like, how, like, that's so confusing. But, like, I never, I never thought about it. Because, like, especially a lot of my big crushes were on, like, boys i was gonna say men i was a child so no boys they were like i have a lot of i had a lot of big crushes on boys and and i never wanted to date them but then basically i would be like looking back i'd be like oh well you know of course not because i don't like men right and i had other crushes and also all my fucking crushes on girls slash women are always on girls slash women um i'm gonna say girls just you know Um, Because I'm sometimes talking about minors and sometimes talking about adults. And it's just generally so you understand. But most of my crushes on girls, all of my crushes on girls, every single crush I've ever had on a girl, every, like, thing that I, genuine crush, was on a girl I was friends with. So was I having, was I experiencing a crush? Some of you might be like, oh, well, maybe you have to have a deep connection. And it's like, I don't think so. I really don't. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not, sorry. I'm not saying that, like, that's not a real thing. Of course, that's a real thing. I just don't think it was romantic attraction. Because, like, if you had asked me, if they asked you out, would you date them? I would have said no. Because, of course not. Like, my first crush on a girl was when I was, like, in, like, elementary school. I don't know how old. But, like, I was friends with this girl, obviously. And we were super, we were, like, I don't know how close we were. But we felt super close. That's why I had a crush on her. And it's so funny when I talk about my crush, I, I don't like, <laughs> this also might just be from being asexual, but I don't like look at people and I'm like, oh my, like I, I realize that I don't, um, when I look at people, I'll be like, oh, like I'm looking at them, like I'm looking at like a painting. Um, and like, I basically exclusively describe people as cute. <laughs> I never describe them as hot, sexy, gorgeous, just cute, which apparently is not, you know what, it, you know what made me realize this? Um, I was literally, literally thinking uh, earlier today about when I watched ContraPoint's video, Shame, um, about her realizing she was a lesbian, and she talked about how looking at women hurt. I've never experienced that. I've never looked at anyone, and it hurt. I don't understand. And that video actually is what made me start spiraling um, a couple of weeks ago when I was watching it, because I was like, I don't do that. Natalie's talking about how much she loves women in a way that, like, I don't relate to as someone who thinks I love women. Like, oh my god. I was like, I've never looked at a woman and was in physical pain. I've I've been around girls and women and, like, but I didn't, it didn't hurt. It, like, you know, like, I don't, and I... It it only hurts when things aren't going well, in my experience. But okay, anyway, back to my first crush on a girl. 
um we were we were little we were in like elementary school and like we were super close from what i remember and like oh my god i swear i had a crush on her but like what's a i don't know maybe i literally based all of my crushes on that crush like i know what that feels like and i can remember it and so i was like oh well it felt the same but as you get older and like you go through puberty and shit you should want to date and i didn't start feeling that so like anyway i had this major fucking crush on my best friend oh my god i'd known her since i was fucking five we'd been through so much together like oh my god we've been through so many friend groups together like we so much had happened and we were so close and like my thing is like i get so close (laughs) to my friends that like it's at a point i don't know i'm just like low-key torturing myself because like i remember i would be at her house uh, at her apartment all the time and this was when um she was in college i'm trying to like make sure i'm keeping enough anonymity and like change i'm not changing details but just like trying not to share too much uh for like privacy reasons i guess i'm not gonna like say anyone's name or anything but you know no one no one's gonna fucking listen to this like even if they do even if 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 she's listening hi <laughs> like i don't know um hope you're okay i guess i don't know mm, uh we're not gonna Ooh, there's ooh, the fucking friendship breakup episode is gonna be crazy but we're not gonna we're not gonna get to that right now but anyway i would be at her house all the time her apartment i'd be at her house her childhood home and her apartment all the time and when i'd be at her apartment this is when her and her little boyfriend um we're together sorry i'm not trying not to be i'm not trying to be um demeaning uh sorry her and her boyfriend this was like her first boyfriend whatever and like i remember because they had two it was a two um they had a two-bedroom apartment because that's how like college apartments work when you like rent off campus i believe usually the idea is like you each have your own bedroom even if like y'all bestie whatever besties are dating or whatever they just like because the idea is they want you to have your own space i guess i don't know and so like obviously one bedroom wasn't used it was just like basically used as a guest bedroom or like when he's in the doghouse <laughs> and so that's where i would like sleep and oh my god i was there all the time and like there was like genuine tension this is oh my, this is so fucking embarrassing there was like genuine i i liked him okay i'm gonna be clear i liked him overall eventually we had issues because i didn't like how he was treating my friend and just in general i was just like dude you need to get it together but like i did like him and i hung out with him a lot because they were always together and just like this was where like i had a crush on her for years so like i was used to being around her i was used to hearing her talk well that's not true i was not used to hearing her talk about boys because she basically never she only had like one crush on one boy ever in our whole friendship before she met this guy and had a crush on him and dated him truly it was truly wild this is what my other friend was like maybe you're romantic but whatever 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 she was like i'm definitely not i'm like okay girl it would actually be kind of kind of funny if if she was because the friend that suggested that is a romantic and i'm also a romantic and it would be funny that we were like all friends for like since we were five until i was 21 you do the math i'm bad at math 
but like for that long and we were all aromantic but like we didn't all know the whole time <laughs> that would actually be kind of funny it's like the queer like you know what they say queers find each other right but anyway <laughs> um oh god and i just i liked him but just having to like i was just around them so much oh my god and oh my god i had like that what i was saying i had like genuine rivalry with this guy and like there was sometimes where he would just like one of the things i liked about her is that she truly valued our friendship um (laughs) sorry this is so funny considering we are no longer friends and the reason why and how it all went down god i cannot get into that today though i literally cannot but like we she genuinely valued our friendship um like we were very close like in our little friend group was like i mean let's be the little trio we was a trio it was me it was her and then another friend and like our trio was quite close i'd say i don't know i don't know if that's true i think i was close to both of them i was really close to her my straight best friend that i had a major fucking crush on i was really close to my other friend who was queer is queer um and i was close to both of them quite close like loved both of them to death um best of friends really and just like oh my god she like valued her friends and she was like we've been friends over 10 years like we've known each other over 10 years and so the idea like she she didn't understand when her boyfriend and this is something we would talk about in front of him and to him and whatever and just be like the idea that you are more important overall just because you're her boyfriend when you've only known her like two years max is ridiculous like that doesn't make sense you know um (laughs) like that's that's dumb uh sorry i'm ah i'm trying really fighting for my life that's ridiculous It, it was mainly just like that doesn't the math isn't mathing and like that's how i feel in my heart in my little heart i'm just like well why that doesn't make sense why would why why and so there was like fucking rivalry between us like we would it would be like a competition truly like fighting for our spot because i'd just be like and i would tell him i'd be like i've known her a long time i literally be like dude (laughs) oh god god this is so embarrassing but i don't remember like i don't know if i said this or i felt this or i I don't know sometimes i think things so often that i'm convinced i said them but like i just remember like thinking or saying that like dude if y'all break up you're gone and we're still gonna be friends (laughs) my my idea was that like my logic was just like you know you're not a permanent y'all aren't married you know what i'm saying like you're not her child like you're not permanently in our life was the idea like in our friend group life and our friend our group was very very close and we had like rules about dating oh my god we were like it was, it was honestly giving queer platonic relationship truly <laughs> like uh which did not help me learning about a queer platonic relationship and then looking at my friend group and being like what the fuck is going on like ah uh, the ah uh, the good years of that friendship i love that but yeah it was so so embarrassing and just i can't believe that i just but we were so close (sighs) and just 
you know something's up when you're like competing with your best friend's boyfriend whatever i oh my god that's so embarrassing for me but that's why i was like yeah obviously i had a crush on her obviously i was in love like I, I never said i was in love with her but like i was like obviously this is a crush oh my god she found out about the crush jesus fucking christ so basically so my other friend um ha- oof how do i okay so my other friend who you know was going through realizing that she was queer and all kinds of stuff <laughs> realized that she had a major fucking crush on the friend that i also had a crush on and i don't even know how it came up god maybe because i'm i'm a shit liar i'm a shit liar when i should be able to lie really well truly and like it came out she's like oh yeah i have a crush on so and so and we were just like oh my god and she was like, oh, I'm not queer. I don't like girls. And I'm like, yeah, you do. You just, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay, babe. You're, you're good. You're, um, yeah, it's very obvious to us. But, you know, me and my, my other queer friend who was in the group, we we both had accepted, you know, our queerness, yada, yada. And we were like, yeah, you definitely like girls. You There was more. Look, that friend group, honestly, I wonder if they realized how queer they were because it was both of them were really fighting the queerness. And I don't know why. Um, it was so clear to us but anyway so um it came out that she liked this friend that i also had a crush on which i wasn't like jealous about i was just like oh god you too and like i don't know maybe she's like do you also have a crush on me and i was like and like i had to admit it i had a crush on this girl for fucking years when this was all coming out i was like 19 i think 18 19 20 something like that oh my god how embarrassing and i was like yeah and then my friend she went to the other person in our friend group and was like do you have a crush on me and they were like no (laughs) and honestly i sorry i'm hitting my phone against the um the wall and i'm gonna try to stop doing that oh my hand's going numb but it was oh my god it was actually wild like she was like and uh, we shouldn't have told her because she was so cocky about it she was like oh my god two of my friends have crushes on me and she just made it honestly hell (laughs) truly like she just like would not stop talking about it and she made it a whole thing for like a long time i think eventually she forgot or she assumed we'd moved on from her or something but it was so embarrassing and she like just made it a big thing and like i don't know just her like bringing it up and like I don't know how excited she was about it. I just didn't like that. And like, I don't know. It didn't, my, I think my crush was still there. I don't know. I definitely think it started to fade at that point because I was like, I don't like this reaction to this crush, which I, it's not using how crushes work, I don't think, but whatever. And I just wasn't, and it wasn't like, I was like, because mm, I don't think it was a crush. I think it was just me wanting a very, very close relationship with her not i would never have dated her ever (laughs) i just wouldn't have nothing against her she was cute like it wasn't i don't know that's the thing my crushes quote-unquote crushes are never really about their appearance (laughs) like it's not that they're not cute they totally are but like it's about them as a person like and so maybe it's like oh it's the emotional connection maybe um and like once the emotional connection is broken the crush is gone but even then i again i don't want to date them so like 
I don't think I'm demi romantic. That's what I'm getting at. I don't think it's like, oh, I have emotional connection and now I want to. I don't think it's romantic attraction that I'm feeling. I think it's weird platonic attraction or something like that. Because I don't think it's like, I want to be their friend because we're already friends, you know? But oh my god, it was just. Ugh. <laughs> now, let's go to the second time this happened. Hmm. Uh, this one I'm going to keep extremely brief. I don't want to get into it because, <sighs> again, I really do want to talk about having a crush on your friend and friendship breakup. And, like, both of those situations involve both of those heavily. And so basically the second time, I got really close with this girl very quickly. We were, like, living together. We worked together. I saw her all the time. I talked to her all the time. Oh, my God. And we were, like, so close. We, like, it was giving queer platonic. <laughs> and that's what I think it is. I think when it's giving queer platonic and, like, it feels like it's reciprocate, 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 reciprocated, reciprocated. It feels like the, <sighs> Jesus, I can't say that word. So, I guess when it's giving queer platonic and it feels like the other person is like, yeah, I like this dynamic. I love it. I think that's when my brain's like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god and that's what it was like it was like a little domestic we had a little domestic life and like again I literally oh god I had to like tell her it was like ruining my life <laughs> like it really was I could not I was I tried a technique that I learned from um so Thomas Sanders made these videos these like videos about being queer um with his friends and one of his friends, Joan, said that anytime they get a crush on someone, they just immediately tell them so they can get over it. Like, that just helps them get over it. Like, the fact that the other person knows so they don't have to, like, hide it. I think that's what make the, makes the crush more intense and more embarrassing is that, like, it's a secret. And that's what I always hated about having crushes that I, again, don't think were romantic in nature. Um, oh my god, especially when I had crushes on boys. It was so embarrassing. Because I don't even, like men and like boys i don't want to be around them i don't want to have a queer platonic relationship with them i don't want any of that so i don't even know what the fuck that, that's why it was embarrassing because i was like i don't know why i'm feeling these feelings <laughs> but yeah that's what makes it so much more embarrassing because you're like oh my god and so i just like i i had a whole day at work freak out and it, it was just so much i was just not having a good time oh my god it was terrible and i had to just tell her and i was just like uh i have something to tell you i have a crush on you <laughs> And I felt so bad about it, honestly. And, like, the thing is, from there on, our whole dynamic was, like, fucking ruined. But it wasn't even over my crush, which is... But, yeah, it made me so sad. But I was so jealous, and I was so mad. And, like, maybe... But the thing is, I didn't want to date her. I just... For me, I think I was jealous and sad. Because eventually, you know, she got a boyfriend, and they started hanging out more than me. And, like, she would, like, never talk to me, never hang out. She would always be hanging out with him, talking to him. And I didn't like him. He was a fucking asshole. But so, like, I just don't like that. I don't like being abandoned by friends. I just, I don't, I don't know. Now, I was as I was thinking about, like, I like the having, like, a queer platonic vibe with people. And, like, when it feels reciprocated. Oh, my God, I said it. That's when I develop these feelings of, like, I think the feeling is, like, either I want to confirm that this is the relationship we have so that it can be upheld or 
and I, that, that has to be what it is because it's the idea of like I love this and I want to keep it like this forever and the only way we do that is talk about it which like it was never gonna happen <laughs> like but so I've had I had these two friends two different friends um one was also a friend I'd known since kindergarten who was also in that friend group that I'd been in for a long time and uh they were super cool and like our friendship dynamic has been kind of all over the place but like there was some like good peer there was like after the whole friend group falling out there was like some good periods in there some good time in there we were like super close and talked about all kinds of stuff and it was like kind of fun and interesting and like i definitely felt like our dynamic at times was a little a little queer platonic a little like yeah, in the f- like in the future, I'm gonna have kids, and you know, I'm gonna send them over. Like, I'm very much like, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna force you into my life, not force you, but like, if we're friends, and we're as close as you, you're acting like we are, then I'm gonna make sure. Um, and like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I we always had like a fun dynamic. I love queer friendships are like that though i love them i love queer friendships um especially with uh women and non-binary people like all, my two queer friendships i'm gonna talk about i with non-binary people though but anyway i love i love a queer friendship they're so fun they're so flirty i love being able to flirt but like knowing that there's nothing romantic there that's what i really liked like there was a little bit of flirtation but like there was nothing romantic neither one of us romantically interested interested in each other oh shit i think that's so like dang that's interesting huh maybe oh maybe the feelings i was feeling with those other girls were those other people um with those girls i should say that i thought i had a crush on was maybe that like i was feeling that it was corbatonic and i was feeling these intense feelings and i was like oh my god i love this i want this forever but i don't think they were like and that might have been where the crush spread because like when it comes to these two queer friendships i felt like the vibes were like you know for a period in our friendship we both it was like mutual it was like yeah i love this dynamic and you love this dynamic and we're gonna keep it going and like there was no need to develop those intense feelings to keep it because it was there if that makes sense or like when it disappeared i was fine with it if that makes sense but yeah we we would tell Joe, like, it was, it was good, it was, it was actually a good time, for the most part, um, and, like, oh, god, I remember one time, we were, like, hanging out on Valentine's Day, I think, which, like, I don't keep up with holidays, I don't fucking know, um, and, like, they were, like, oh, people are gonna think we're, like, dating, and I was, like, what, and, like, I got so nervous, because based now looking back is because i don't want that i don't want to date anyone i don't want anyone to think i'm dating anyone like it kind of parallels with the situation with the other friend that i have who so to differentiate them one i will be using she her pronouns because she doesn't care and that's just easiest and the other friend uses they them so like if i'm saying they i'm talking about the friend that i've been friends with since um kindergarten like i said that i had like a queer friendship dynamic with and like it was pretty good for a while and like yeah the friend that did not like the girl that i thought i had a crush on that i was best friends with for years basically but yeah so um my other friend it's very interesting because there was a situ- similar situation 
where like we were always together oh my god i love her she was so cool i love her um <laughs> like our dynamic was always interesting um usually very good it was very good like let's be straight up it was very good we were like roommates like initially i didn't really like her that much not because of her i was just ugh, i was going through something um but like you know we were like roommates we like literally lived in the same room and that was really fun and we were kind of we were similar in a lot of ways and so i remember um everyone knew we were both queer and like we hung out all the time we we're like a dynamic duo and like you really didn't see her without me and me without her like it's funny we lived at like a dorm and so like don't the one time we would ever split up really truly was at night um literally like at night when all of our other roommates would hang out i would always like go upstairs to like the patio um or like the balcony um there was like a table and chairs up there and like i would just hang out with uh, one of my friends that i had met um at the park at the national park which <laughs> i'm sure you're fucking sick of hearing about but you're gonna have to keep hearing about it forever i'm sorry um and she would just like hang out downstairs with like the chaotic boys that i was like i basically like she wanted to be around people being loud and a bit obnoxious and i wanted to be i wanted to peacefully have little little nighttime chats with my little friend <laughs> um who like oh my god he was like the exact opposite of me which i thought was super fucking funny um but we're not talking about that right now this isn't a this is not a friendship episode this is a what the fuck is my sexuality and why didn't i realize it sooner episode um but anyway so like we were just like always together and i remember at one point um basically like, people because we were very open about both being queer and people were like wait so like you are both gay and we're both like yeah like we would kind of just like just you know i would ne i never use the word queer because people don't know what the fuck it means so i just say gay i was like yeah we basically like, we both like girls <laughs> you know because i no one knows not binary and so she's like hey, you look like a girl so gay you like other girls <laughs> basically um and same with her uh and so it was really funny <laughs> because um like we're like yeah and they were like uh, like whoever said it was bold as fuck and they were basically like oh are y'all like basically like are y'all gay for each other <laughs> And we both, like, looked at each other and I was like, no. And I didn't want to, like, hurt her feelings, but I was like, she's not my type. Um, but also, like, we, we had that dynamic where, like, we could, like, joke with each other. And, like, I wasn't going to, like, hurt her. But I was like, no. She, I was like, no, no, no. We're we're gay. We're both gay. We're both, like, girls. We look like women. Whatever. But, like, not each other. No, we're just friends. Like, we're just... And, you know, just friends, but just, like, you know. That's how fucking people talk. So that's how I talk, right? Yeah, I'm just like, oh no, we're, you know, we're not, we're not doing that, basically. But it was kind of interesting, because, like, it wasn't embarrassing, because we were both on the same page, almost. I don't know, it was just different, because, like, neither one of us brought it up. Neither one of us was like, oh my god, are you in love with me, or whatever? Like, or, like, oh my god, we're both gay, are we gay for each other? But, like, my other friend, they did bring it up. They were, like oh my god people are gonna think we're on a date and i'm like what and they like stressed me out and like that happened also after the scenario where people were just straight up with us like are y'all gay for each other and like so like i was like oh fuck you're right they are gonna think that 
and like that's so stressful to me like ah please don't 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 ship me with my friends like that uh, like it's just gonna make things awkward anytime people it just i feel like it just makes it awkward like i don't know i don't know like with me and uh the person i was telling you about like it was fine it didn't make us awkward it like and it was our relationship was still fine oh god i'm so sorry but our relationship was lovely and fine and like it was great like i like stayed at her house for a couple of days like i'm sure a lot of people were like what's going on that's the thing i love that though i i i just want to do all the things that make people be like are y'all dating but like i don't want to date and i don't want anyone to like actually say that to us or if they do like i don't want anyone to like think that consistently when they see us like but i do kind of like doing all the things that make it seem like that like we're always hanging out and like we flirt kind of and like we talk about things that like most friends don't and like we hang out and we're like really close and whatever um my issue with those two relationships is that they did not stay like that very sad i still i prioritize my friends so much and i love my friends so much and like neither one of those people were very good at that they weren't good at like if i told them i loved them they just kind of like looked at me and just like i need i need reciprocity like i need that that's part of the the cute the group tonic dynamic i think is like the the intensity and like the i don't know when it came to like the two girls that i like thought i was in love with we like it was like that solid like when it comes to um yeah it was like yeah i could tell them i love them and it was like oh my god i love you too like that's what i need i need i guess i need something in between because or no i i just want what i had with the two girls that i thought i was in love with i just want to know for sure that they feel the same way and it's not i just need a mix is what i need i want that kind of relationship with another queer person so like it's that level of intensity and like life planning and like stuff like that because even like i think me and um the person i was talking about that like we were just straight up asked like are y'all gay for each other we were kind of getting there it was getting to that point (sighs) but then you know it never follows through huh (laughs) Uh, it never does i don't know it just we're gonna like travel together but nope 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 didn't didn't follow through i don't know i just i just get so disappointed so easily and i feel like i don't have a right to right because like in none of these relationships there was never a discussion of like this is what we are we're gonna be doing this stuff together there was never a negotiation of a relationship and so like i don't have a right right i don't have a right to be upset I just i don't know and and now i'm like what if i never get that like maybe that's why i'm freaking out of over realizing it may romantic and like accepting it because what if i never get to have that kind of relationship what if i never get a relationship that feels as intensely as that but like has like the reciprocity and like the mutual understanding of like we don't want to date we're not gonna ever date 
but like I also need them to be able to say I love you to me <laughs> and I also god god I need someone who also I can have that conversation with that like okay what do you want in this relationship you know uh, this is why this is stressing me out <laughs> maybe ultimately as cliche as it is the reason I'm freaking out that I might be aromantic which means I'm airways is that I'm gonna end up all alone I'm never gonna get that companionship because I don't want a romantic relationship and that's usually how people get that companionship again even though I've been very like for like years it was very like oh yeah I'm never getting married like I I think I've been saying this since literally like middle school I'm like oh no I'm never getting married I don't ew marriage (laughs) it's now like more of like a I don't know, just like, as an abuse survivor, I'm like, it seems like a cage. Uh, you want to put me in a cage? Mm, no, thank you. And I'm like, it seems, but that's just how I feel about romantic relationships. They feel like a trap to me. They just, oh my God, like, oh my God. Oof, the first time I was broken up with it, I was like very upset. But like looking back, I was like, freedom! <laughs> the way I had so much more free time to hang out with my friends. Please. The fact that the first thing I was like, oh, I can hang out with my friends more. <laughs> when i broke up when i broke up with my roast most recent ex honestly the most thing i was worried about most one i was immediately like free i was like oh my god this is amazing but the thing i was worried about most was like ah shit now i gotta move back in with my mom <laughs> the fact that those are the things i was worried about the most not really like oh no my romantic relationship that like i didn't even really want because honestly once we start talking about our futures i'm like mm, i don't because i'd just be lying that's that's my issue i just be lying i'm just like oh my god yeah we're totally gonna girl we're not doing none of that like i'm not moving there and we're not living there and it was it was one of those things where i was like no it's not happening i was like no no no, you don't understand i'm because that's the thing i'm always when it comes to friends when i'm making friends blah, blah blah and i'm always i'm always like oh yeah and i'm gonna move to new york one day new york city one day like, with a friend, that's like, oh my god, that's so exciting, I can't wait to visit you there. That's what I've gotten from friends, like, I had a little work friend, um, who, like, I thought I was doing a crush on, lowered, but, like, our relationship was not that deep, so I did not. But, like, that was the thing we would talk about, where it's like, oh my god, yeah, we could, we could, you could visit me in New York City, you live in New York City? I want to live there, cool. And, like, with friends, that's, like, a happy thing, like, oh my god, yeah, I can live in New York City. I mean, well, you know, it depends, but, like, overall. But, like, with a romantic partner, it's like, oh, I don't want to live in New York City. And it's like, my thing is, like, I don't care. And that sounds bad, but, like, when I talk about my dreams, <laughs> it sucks being in a romantic relationship. Because the reaction is always like, oh, I don't want to do that. And I'm like, uh, okay, but I'm going to do it. Like, I just, like, in my brain, I'm just like, okay, but I already had these life plans. Like, I've wanted to move to New York City since I was 16 years old. Why would someone I met a year ago change that? Like, huh? That's why I do something about friends. The fact that they're like, oh my God, can't wait to visit you. Or like, oh my God, that's so exciting. That's gonna be so fun. But the fact that a romantic partner, like, sure, they could be excited, but also be like, oh, I don't want to ever live there. And it's it's almost like cutting, shutting off, shutting down the idea. It's like, oh, you can't do that because we're planning our future together and I don't want to do that. And it's like, I don't care. Like, I literally have gotten to, gotten to the point where I was just like, well, maybe I need to, <laughs> maybe I need to go live my life 
and then we can like get back together later <laughs> i remember thinking like why can't i go do all the things that i want to do you go to do all the things you want to do and then we can come together like i can go live in new york city like we don't have to live in the same place that we're because we're dating i don't why is that a rule why can't i live in new york city and you live wherever the fuck you want to live and we don't we're not together like physically but we're together like what i just i don't understand that's just the flexibility of friendships just feel better to me but also like if i had a qpr like i would hope that i would be with someone that like either if we're i don't know i feel like future building like what's most important to me is like they would be like oh my god yeah i want to raise a family with you that's more important to me than like obviously from this point that we meet and start a relationship we have to do everything together and it's like no bro we can like live together for a little bit and then like if i want to go live in new york city for a couple of years why can't i do that like if you know if i want to travel and you don't really want to travel like that then why can't i that's the reason that i think uh some of my right because it just it just doesn't work you can't have the dynamic i want and like have drastically different ideas of your future unless you're okay with being separate which i'm always fine with that's what i think throws a lot of people off i'm like oh we can just be separate like we don't have to be together together like that like i'm fine with it we can just be separate um it just makes me sad when like i do plan some like plan to do something with someone and then they're like oh never mind and i was like oh okay okay whatever um i don't know yeah maybe i'm just afraid of being alone (laughs) like like alone for real like what if i like never find the kind of relationships that i need not just want but like need i need those relationships in my life like when i imagine my future i have lots of lovely people around me that i love in difficult to describe ways and they're all involved in my kids lives in different ways maybe some of them are even co-parents and like it's a nice lovely little community and like it's not a lot of people have like i know they have like a dream of like living in a house with like all of their people that are important to them i would say you know like whether they call them partners or not and my thing is like no no no, we don't have to do that and i would always talk about this with like my friends where i'd be like oh you can live wherever you want i'm gonna live wherever i want but like you're gonna be involved in my life and you're gonna be involved in my kid's life and like it's gonna be a thing you can't escape me basically and i i want that i want people that it's like no 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 i'll fly wherever for you like it doesn't matter like we're making this work because i care about you and i love you and now i'm worried that i've added one more thing that's gonna make it difficult to find that like god it's hard enough right i'm already fucking non-binary in my experience so many people don't want to accept that or don't even know how to accept that and it's it's actually extremely important to my identity like it's actually i mean it's in my youtube name it's literally in my youtube name y'all know me as quirky black envy me being quirky black and non-binary are extremely important in how i exist in the world <laughs> and like that's already difficult and like i am black after all and that's already complicated to find people to get that or aren't fucking racist and like being asexual a lot of people like don't like that they're like well why aren't you sexually attracted to me and it's like i I literally don't know how to do that 
And so now I've added a romantic. I mean, I'm also fucking traumatized and autistic and have ADHD. And I'm also a part of a DID system. Like, it's, it's, it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> and, like, unfortunately, I'm aware. And in my experience, a lot of people don't tolerate me for long. Like, even if I think they will. It always starts with them doing it, but then the more I open up and the more I talk about things, it becomes clear that they are tolerating me less and less. And sometimes I expect, you know, I'm like, oh my god, I I love you, and whatever, I'm like expressing these feelings, and like that pushes them away, or like they just can't reciprocate them, and like then my feelings are hurt because... I feel like I'm giving more than they are and just like oh god what if like uh, what if there's nothing else there's no one else like I want interesting fun dynamic relationships in my life of all kinds like like, all about that relationship anarchy shit. Like, no hierarchies. Just, I want to build all of my relationships to work for both of us. I also don't know how to do that. I don't know if uh, other people know how to do that either, honestly. And I feel like I, I have fallen into dynamics that's just like, I hate this. And I feel like sometimes once you do that, it's hard to, like, get out of it. It's hard to be like, this is terrible. I don't like it anymore. Because if that's, like your whole thing that you've built a relationship on. How are you going to do that? <sighs> this is so extra. Like, like, oh my god. All of this because I was actually, I'm like actually for real, for real, accepting that I'm aromantic. I've literally identified as aerospec on the spectrum of aromantic like of the aromantic spectrum on the aromantic spectrum for a while now this is not like new news but something about just like being like it's i'm not on the spectrum i i, I am <laughs> i just am the, the feelings aren't there what i thought were the feelings were not the feelings i'm just <sighs> i don't know guys <laughs> what do i do <laughs> How do I accept this? How do I... Tell me. How do, how do I find loving, amazing, interesting relationships? <laughs> Please help. Oh, this is so funny. Um, considering the previous episode. Um, <laughs> listen. Listen, I know you're probably like, how are you cutting people off? But also, you want... It listen. I'm, I'm making my own situation. I need to start over. Honestly, I think that's the only answer. I gotta start over and be myself 100% God, or at least just at least 80% so that I can attract the kind of people I want. Is that too much to ask to just have people in my life that put in the effort I put in and want the things that I want to not everything like we don't have to be identical I just basic things you know like if they don't want to move to New York City that's okay 
but I don't want them to like hold me back. I don't want them to be like, well, I don't want to move there. And so that means we can't. Cause it's like, well, we're not moving to New York city. When I was 16, I didn't, I wasn't thinking, oh yes, when I get older, I'm going to move to New York city with my partner. I was thinking, yeah, when I get older, I'm going to move to New York city. Just me. Like so many of my life plans don't involve anyone. Just me. And, like, I think I started doing this, like, after I realized I didn't like men. Because all my, like, future life plans always involved men. And then when I realized I didn't like them, I took men out of it. And then I just never, like, replaced it with, like, I think, like, maybe briefly. It was like, oh, a woman. But then it was like, hmm, I don't think so. And I think that's what made me first start questioning and being like, maybe I'm a romantic. Maybe I'm, or, maybe I'm in the aromantic spectrum. Because, like, why? I thought it was an asexual thing, but I don't know. So, like, what what do I do? <laughs> what do I do now? How do I, how do I go from here? Mm. Ugh. I thought I didn't care. I mean, of course I care about this because it took me fucking years to even realize this. God, realizing that I was, realizing and accepting as asexual was so fucking easy compared to being aromantic. It was so matter of fact. It was like, well, of course. People would describe sexual attraction, and I'd be like, that's literally not real, but okay. But, like, with, like, romantic attraction, I thought I felt it. I thought I've been in love before. I feel like the wheels have been turning for a while, though. Like, I remember having a conversation with a friend um, about how I was like, this is after, like, I broke up with my ex, my most recent ex in 2020, and I was, (laughs) you're not going to believe it. I was living in the national park. Oh my god. I know. I know. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm just as embarrassed as I'm cringing just as much as you are every time I say it. I'm sorry, I can't help it. But like I remember at that point I was like, I'm not dating anymore. I think I like I just like attention, so like I was on like a dating app for a bit. But then I was like, mm, there's no point in this. Cause I don't like dating. Uh, and I wanted to heal and like maybe learn what I wanted. But like the more I was single, the more I was like, oh this is what I want. I want to be single. And so like, but anyway, I was talking to this guy that I was friends with at the time. And he was like, oh, so-and-so, do you think you've ever been in love? And I was like, oh, I don't think so. And like, I wasn't being sad about it. I wasn't like being emo. I was just being like, I was like, my little, my little brain was like, I think I'm on the aromantic spectrum. I don't think I was actually in love with people that I thought I was, you know? But he kind of interpreted it as like, oh, don't say that, no. And I'd be like, oh, I, I, and after that, like, I, maybe it sounded sad, but I was like, oh, I don't think I ever want to be in a romantic relationship ever again. And like, he was like a major, he was a romantic, as in into romance, like a space romantic. <laughs> and he was just like really into that shit. And he like, I think he idealized it in a way that was kind of interesting. Uh, like, I don't know, I think he liked the idea of it a lot like more than the reality of it just based on my conversations with him but I was like yeah no I just don't think that's for me and this has been like this was like a year um after this breakup right after I broke up with my ex and I think he thought like I was bitter or sad from that and that I was like being like I'm never gonna find love again but really I just wanted to like curate these like interesting relationships with other people and I did oh my god I like it was him and then there was the girl that I 
thought I had a major crush on, and then there was my other friend that I was talking about that, like, people thought, like, we were a dynamic duo, as I said, and people thought we were, like, gay for each other, and, like, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of, like, niceness, and I, I really liked that dynamic and that environment, just, like, there's a bunch of people, and you're gonna become friends with them, and, like, even if later you don't talk to most of them you're gonna have these like fond memories and like these wild stories to like talk about and like i don't know as someone who like had just lost my like friend group i'd been in for like years and like had just you know like a year ago these all these things i'm talking about happened in 2020 and like had just broken up with a rather long-term girlfriend that i like was living with and shit we were living together because we really wanted to just covid it's complicated but yeah like i just needed that like i just again even though i literally don't talk to most of those people because like why would i i'm like hmm it's it's funny because i've been kind of bitter lately about friendships but now that I'm thinking about that, I'm like, fuck, that was actually great. I love a, I mean, as much as I'm better about friendships, I love a, I love a friendship in the moment. <laughs> I love a really close friendship in the moment. Uh, I love a work friendship. I love a, a seasonal friendship, like a seasonal work friendship. I love a, anything that's like, especially if it gets really intense really quickly. Ugh, it's amazing. Like, that's super fucking fun to me. Hopefully that's what I'll find on my next adventure. But, anyway. Thank you so much for being here. This has been Ramblings of a Hot Mess Express. I'm the Hot Mess Express. Bye!